Welcome, everybody, to episode six of Run It Back. We are a Valorant podcast, and we talk about Valorant. I am Flood, and right underneath me is Silent Martyr, and to my right over here is... uh, (laughs) I was going to call you Silent Blue. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Is my my good friend Major Blue. (laughs) Major Martyr and Silent Blue. Here we are. (laughs) So, Valorant is out. Officially, Yay. game's out, dude. Yeah, sick. It's pretty sick. It's amazing. It's awesome. I know. It's a we've been early, playing. But it's pretty sick. <laughs> we've been playing the game for a few months now, but we had to wait a week—not even almost a week—and now we have Valorant out to the world for free for everybody. Yay. Pick it up. It's a great game. It's yeah. Go play that shit, man. It's a lot it's fun. of fun if so. you're into that kind of thing. But what I wanted to talk about today, considering that the game just launched with a massive uh, launch day patch, is the patch. Um, so, before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, the first the first thing that I wanted to discuss first and foremost is the new character, because that is the hot topic of the game at the moment. Uh, we talked a little bit about her on last on the last episode before we were entirely sure about um, exactly how her kit worked, all of her abilities. We had a rough idea, but now we know exactly what she does, how she works, how she plays. So the new character is called Reyna, and she is a duelist. Now, before we get into exactly what she does, I want to hear what do you guys think about Reyna in general? Uh, I've been playing a lot of her, and I love her. Um, it's definitely something where you have. If you love her so much, why don't you marry her? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know why I'm laughing at it. It just sounded funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. No, if you if you feel confident and you think you are going to hit your shots, then it's like a snowball effect within the rounds. And I think she's awesome. She's fun to play. Um. I think that she's a great new addition that feels unlike any other character we have so far. What do you think, Cole? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, Nick pretty much nailed it. Um, <clears throat> she, she, she works such that, like, yeah, exactly. If you're getting kills, her skills enable you to just get more kills. Yeah. Um, you know the downside of that being if you don't hit your shots then you're you you can't use two of your three abilities and uh that kind of puts you at a disadvantage but the the upside of that is pretty huge so let's uh, talk specifically about those abilities right sure, sure so her e ability is I wouldn't call it a flash as much as it is a blind. Oh, no, I'm thinking yeah. of... Uh, that's not her E. Her E and her Q are the combined abilities together. This is her C, right? Her C is her her blind ability. So it works similarly to um, a mix between Omen's two abilities, his smoke and his blind. So the way it acts against an enemy is similar to Omen's blind, 
but it doesn't just continuously move forward in the same way. You push it out similarly to an omen smoke, but you can't control the distance of it. It is a fixed distance every single time, and you kind of push it out forward. You can push it through a wall like you can an omen smoke, and it kind of forms, uh, you know, a few meters in front of you, and it forms into this eyeball, this floating, scary eyeball. And any enemy who has it in their line of sight is blinded. However, they can still see the eyeball within the blind on their screen, and they can shoot and destroy it. Now, I know we were talking last time a bit how, you know, we're, we were unsure about how that would play out, right? Is it too underpowered the ability itself um, because you can destroy it. And from the bit that I've seen so far, uh, quick side note, I haven't had much of a chance to play since launch. I've played a little bit um, the first couple days, but I haven't had too much of a chance to really, really get into it, but that's going to change after tonight. But from the little bit that I have seen of Reyna and the little bit that I've tried her out, I actually think that that ability is very strong and probably her strongest ability. What do you guys think? The the, the eyeball? Yeah, the eyeball. I mean, aside from her ult, I really think that the overcharge ability is like super strong. You're going to be using the flash every round which I get why you would think that that would be like strong in that way, but I think it's pretty easy to take down. And I think if you can get a good pick, that overcharge and heal combo ability is like absolutely sick. It could also very well be that whenever a new character comes out, you're not used to how they work. You kind of get caught off by abilities that you're not used to, right? But then as you play, the the more you play against the character, the more time you have to learn how they work, and the less you're going to get got, so to speak, by something like a blind that easily. Yeah, I mean, I think people are going to recognize as they get acquainted with more of these Reyna blinds they're going to be able to kind of know where those corners are and know where they might be coming from and hit them easier um, or like get at them, get after them as a team. Right. Um, but I think that the like heal and the overheal ability is going to be, you know, one of the more crucial ones to kind of keep them going throughout the round. If they're snowballing, you know, they might be taking some damage. So healing and being able to kind of stay in the fight that way with like a quick, even overheal on top of armor that's that's pretty useful over a blind that people might get used to i've seen a lot of uh higher skill level players people who are better than we are utilize her q and her e in very interesting and, and effective ways so uh let's go over what those abilities do for a second so we talked about her c her c is a blind essentially but her Q ability is a heal with the potential for an overheal. And the way it works is if you kill an enemy with Reyna, they drop an orb. 
and you can either press Q or press E to pick up that orb. And depending on which of the two you press, it'll have two varying effects. So if you press Q, it will heal Reyna to full and potentially more if you have less than max armor. And if you press E, what it does is it makes her temporarily invulnerable, but she can't use her weapon or anything like that. She can't fire when she is in that state. It's it's meant to be like an escape ability, right? You press that Q to kind of run away without getting killed. Now, her ultimate ability is really interesting because not only is it like a a power up to her her gun her gunplay and everything as it is but it also changes her um abilities in some ways so if you use her ultimate and then press e which is the ability that normally makes her invulnerable it makes her not only invulnerable but invisible for the same amount of time sick. yeah and that's only if her ultimate is activated now her ultimate lasts for an entire round it's it's kind of it works kind of like uh jet's alt where if you activate it's it not an entire round it's on it's on a timer but the time is, is it on the timer it's yeah. on a long timer yeah oh, i guess i was I wrong about that I, I thought it was the same as Jet's ult, where she uses it and then she just has her knives out until she either uses them or dies. Nah, it's a there's a long timer on it. Okay, but like, yeah, you can almost use it to zone somewhere out. If you hear a rush coming or something, you pop the ult. People are going to be less inclined to continue that rush right at you. So, right, and what you can do because when you use her ultimate, her E ability changes it makes her also invisible you can use that as more of an offensive utility than a defensive or an escape you can get in a limb and then use her E if you have her ult out and kind of make your way into a spot on a site where someone doesn't expect you to be and kind of catch them off guard and snowball a site from there it's pretty strong if you do something like that so, I mean, overall, it took me a little bit to get used to her. I do think she is a much higher skill ceiling character than a lot of others in the game because it she requires very fast thinking mm-hmm. and she requires being able to get initial picks to have her, like, not, not even max potential, but even, like... Yeah, that's that's the other thing about how her kit works is she has to be the person to get the kill for the orb to form. So it's not like you yeah. can pick up an orb off of an enemy's kill. So so yeah, kind of you know to to what you were just saying, she you have to have pretty high, you know, APM as it were, uh, fast decision making, uh, and yeah, she's like she's almost like a combo agent. It's really it's really interesting. Okay, so along with a new character, we got a brand new map. Um, As we figured, the map is called Ascent, 
we assumed that this was going to be the new map well in advance, just from things that we've heard the devs say and rumors that we've heard up until launch. The map is called Ascent, and I actually happen to like the map very much. I think it... I haven't played enough on enough of it yet to know if it is my favorite map yet or not, but it is at least up there as my second favorite currently, um, below Haven. Might end up liking it more than Haven, and the reason being is because I actually think it's very simple. It's got two bomb sites, and there's n the gimmick of the map. So every map in Valorant has some kind of gimmick, right? Um, the devs specifically said that they don't ever want to release a map unless there is a um, a new interesting feature that they're going to try and implement into the game. Like how Split has um, only one entrance to each site. It has the the ropes and uh, interesting, you know, map mechanics like that. Uh, Haven has three bomb sites and Bind has the teleporters. Now... Um, I've went over reasons why I don't love Split very much, but there was actually changes to Split that we'll talk about a bit later. Um, Bind, I'm not in love with the teleporters. Uh, the more, like, the more... I, I feel like egregious is too strong of a word, but I'm going to use it because it's the only word I can think of right now. The more egregious a gimmick is, the less I like it. I like simplicity when it comes to map design, so there's more focus on, um, you know, team synergy and gunplay, right? Uh, just being able to take a site without any, uh, you know, sneaky... Any wackiness. Yeah, any wackiness. Um, and I think that even though Ascent does have its own little gimmick, it's not a very egregious one, and the map overall is very simple. So the gimmick, so to speak, on Ascent is on each site, or going towards each site, there are these two doors. One that is, um, that kind of goes from mid to towards B, and one that goes from T spawn towards A. And these doors can be opened and closed with these levers that are right... Well, the, the A site one has a lever right next to the door, and the B site one has one that kind of across the way from it. It's hard to explain without visuals, but it's a little it's, bit further on, from the door. It, it's on like a panel, like, like the soundboard there. It's just you press it on the panel, and then it goes. Right. Whereas the other one is like a grab the handle, pull it down. This one's a like, uh, it's on a table flat. And what the buttons do is they close these doorways. Now, the doors can be destroyed or reopened, but it's interesting because it kind of... I, I feel like the doors act almost as another form of utility that a character doesn't have to have in their kit, right? Because it kind of... What does a smoke do? What does a Molotov do, right? It slows it slows down a push, more or less. And these doors kind of do the same thing effectively, right? You can, if somebody, if a team is trying to push through mid onto B site, you can close that door and temporarily slow their progression. 
kind of works similarly to a smoke in that way. And because of that, I feel like it's not, it doesn't require too much, you know, sneakiness, so to speak, to be able to um, effectively utilize. It's very straightforward and doesn't make the map um, have effects on the game that other gimmicks on other maps make me dislike. Otherwise, I think the map is very simple and straightforward. It's got two sites, it's got uh, two entrances to each site, and it's got a mid. That's what I like in my my Valorant maps. What do you guys think of Ascent? Uh, Cole, you want to go? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. No, I totally dig what you're saying. It's a simple map, like, but you know, there's depth in that simplicity. So that's what's exciting it's like it's a simple map layout but because of the doors yeah yeah the the doors are basically a way for you to choose to kind of like jay said almost use utility without having to use utility to prevent them from just walking through the connector at mid um and i think that's going to open up a lot of like different defensive strategies Think that'll be interesting i feel like um, i say this a lot but i always whenever something new is put into the game it's always like i can't wait to see you know high level play utilize this i can't wait to see like you know yeah. actual teams in esports tournaments how they utilize things like the doors on ascent yeah yeah i uh i heard from a few people um that it seemed very much like uh, Dust 2. Cole, is this something that you've like noticed at all with like... That had cat, not cat crossed my mind. Like, but... like I saw a couple people kind of walking through the map on different streams trying to... Hmm. Kiko was one of them, but there were a couple who were making the comparison to Dust 2. And I do remember that devs were saying this was the first map either that they worked on or that they completed but this one's been like in their back pocket for a while hmm. it's something they've been working on so it's it funny would, it would make sense to me it would be somewhat the most tightened and kind of simplistic sure. gimmick design and then they expand out from there it's it's funny that you say that because i actually had the same thing cross my mind uh i wouldn't say the first time i played the map but a few matches in Maybe like my third or fourth time playing the map, I was like, there's a lot about this map that just reminds me of Dust. Um, I feel like the uh, hmm. the smaller... Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. The smaller, right. more... There's um, a lot about it. Yeah, the the B-site, right? B-site is, is a bit smaller and it's more like pushed off into a corner. A-site's a bit... Uh, it's not. It doesn't have like that long sight line like A-site on Dust 2, but it's a bit more... Uh, open and it has like the the high ground the heaven area in the back and more than anything mid reminds me a lot uh, because you're looking down a site it has that doorway that leads into the CT side mid that splits off in both directions it's so it reminds me so much uh, the like mid on dust 2 is a little bit more enclosed it's a little bit more narrow down the sight line but it has the same like 
CT side and T side with the door in between. And then once you go through it, there's, you know, the two different ways to get to each site. It reminds me a lot of it in that sense. But I mean, I, when I did play Counter-Strike, you know, I loved that map. Most people love that map for a reason. It's very good design. Um, It's, you know, it's simple. And I think that's why people like it the most because I mean, less is more in situations like that. And I wholeheartedly Uh, agree with that. It just just like gives more space for the characters to use their abilities in different situations and in different like more creative ways. You have to, you know, play differently to continue to get, you know, the leg up on your opponent's team. So, you know, I think just naturally how that works, it's going to raise the skill ceiling of like people that play that map. Yeah. Interesting. I enjoy the map a lot. I I need to play it a bit more before I decide whether it's my favorite or not, but I can I can see it getting there. Right now, I still think Haven holds it for me, but I can see I can see it getting there and and becoming my favorite once I get used to it a bit more. But um along with the new map and the new character, we had a whole big ton of patch notes that were was well, we, uh, all, we also got another new thing though. Yeah. Something I want to talk about. I I feel, I feel like I, I feel know. stupid right now because yeah, I don't know, dude. It's a new game. Oh mode. yeah, yeah, yeah. The new mode, Spike Rush. Fucking let's talk. All right, let's talk about Spike Rush before we get into the <laughs> before we get into the uh, the character changes and whatnot. Yeah. So okay. So with the launch a of the game, skin in the game. <laughs> I know. There's a guardian skin in the game that I have now. Yes, I'm so sorry, Nick. I know, I know. I'm a terrible person for forgetting the Guardian skin. Yeah, come on. Um, Okay, so with the launch of the game, they released a new character, a new map, and a new game mode. Yeah. The game mode is called Spike Rush. And Spike Rush is a, more or less, a a stripped down in some ways and a little more complex in other ways, much shorter, much more arcadey version of the main mode in Valorant. And what it is is it is only four rounds, first to four wins. Every character on T side or attacking side has a spike, which is the most ridiculous sounding thing on paper. Yeah. And maybe even in game. <laughs> we we've played it a bunch already. And um It's fun, it's fun. Aside oh. from that, the only thing that's different is there is no buying before a round. You get Mm. random guns. Everyone has full utility, except for their ult. I think ults still charge the same way. I could be wrong about that. I feel like... I'm trying to figure out how ults... I feel like ults are, like, charge, like, at double. Because I feel like I've played matches where I've used my ult route, like in back-to-back rounds. That could very well be the case considering there's only four rounds, or it's yeah. first to four, rather. So It feels like it is different somehow. I'm not certain, but I think yeah, it's want Yeah, I, I say that I, I want to say it Probably feels as though on. you get two dots per. Well, some things I like to... I, I want to go in and, like... You get two ultimate out. points for kills and deaths. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And so the last thing that's different about the mode is that 
instead of having alt orbs around the map, there are these ability orbs, or I don't even know, you could call power them effect orbs, orbs power-ups. There are power. orbs that are placed around each map that have varying effects uh, when you pick them up. So there could be an orb that... So like I said, uh, everyone starts around with random guns. Everyone has the same gun on both teams, but it's random which gun everybody has. There could be an orb that you find around the map that gives you a different gun. Or there could be an orb that you find that puts Viper's decay effect on the entire enemy team. There can be an orb that gives you your ultimate instantly. It's also a good one. Right, so crazy different effects like this. I, re- I really like the hyperspeed one because, like, yeah. you can you can really catch people off guard as, like, as a very fast, like, brimstone just coming through a choke point real quick and just tapping <laughs> them in the head. Yeah. A lot of fun. Fine. So, as you can probably imagine by the way we have just described the new mode Spike Rush, it is very fast, it is very arcadey, it is not going to be a competitive mode in the game. It is meant more of a casual, fun, you know, cool-off mode in between long rounds or long matches of Valorant. Um, I don't or know. Like I think I think up. it's fun. Bring a couple of them together for a good little warm-up, I think, is probably the way I'll use them. Yeah, I agree. Well, once I get going, I'm probably just going to want to do, like, the regular games, but... Yeah, that's the only know. thing that I... that I feel like or I should say it's the most obvious thing that could be done to improve the game mode right now I feel like it's too short like oh I think it's perfect yeah I think it's exactly what I'm looking for in in a game mode like that and now with the new update it tells you how much each like game is to be expected and spike rush is designated as 8 to 12 minutes which I think is excellent for what I believe they're trying to do here. I actually agree with Cole a little bit after the the bunch of Spike Rush that I've played. I do feel like matches are a bit too short. I would like to see them increase by like two or four rounds, maybe uh, eight total. But well, I'm also... A thousand XP per, I want 2,000. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also of the, uh, the opinion that I think uh, regular matches are a little bit too long, though. I'd like... I'd like to see what Valorant would be like. Regular matches being reduced to 20 rounds as opposed to 24. But that's just me. But yeah, that's Spike Rush. Ultimately, I think the mode is fun. There's things that I think could be tweaked and balanced with it. You know, a little bit here and there to make it a little less ridiculous from time to time. (laughs) Well, yeah, right. Like, that's... that's, It's... 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 It's too similar to the standard game mode. Like, I don't know. It it is fun. I'm not trying to knock it, but like, it's Sounds it's like not it's not goal. it's not different enough from standard to make it like its own unique thing. I don't know. Short, like the part of the huge thing is that it's shorter. It's. I mean, it's fine it's, that it's short. It's a piece of know. Valorant that you can play when you don't have enough time, nor, like, immense commitment to a big game, which is fine. I think giving people who... Making unrated 
and I hate that it's called that. But making a rated the middle tier once ranked comes out is going to be really good in separating like where you are at in terms of mentally and wanting to play the game and like being warmed up. Like if you feel like shit and you need to warm up a little bit, play some spike rush. If you're having just fuck around time with some friends, play some spike rush. But then if you want to play unrated and get a little bit more serious, coordinate a little bit more then they have that. And it's a lot more time. I agree entirely that the mode is, you know, the point of it is to not have to put in the commitment of playing an entire, you know, potentially 45 minute match of Valorant, get super sweaty, you know. You don't need to worry about uh, your teammate who doesn't know anything about econ. (laughs) True. Yeah. Like, like that's decided for you. There's a lot of stuff that's just like streamlined, where it's like, just go out there, use some abilities, click heads. And you know what? You saying that makes another good point. It the mode itself could be very good for uh, new players who have never played Valorant, who have never played Counter Strike before, and are new to this style of game, coming in for the first time, and maybe the regular mode, even like unrated or ranked is too is too much for them right it might be a little too um intimidating at first you know what is i I have this economy where i need to buy weapons and armor and my teammates are yelling at me because i'm not buying the right things at the right time you know what i mean they could play spike rush where you don't have to worry about that stuff and at least just get the fundamentals of the game down before having to worry about learning economy and learning how and when to buy what weapons and what type of armor and things like that. It's definitely a good a good mode, a perfect mode for newcomers. And and aside from that, you know, it it allows newcomers and people like like me who's been playing since nearly the start of the beta, um, getting me better acquainted with guns that I don't use as much. There's shorty rounds. There's you know, there's there's bulldog rounds. There's it just throws weird different stuff at you, and you just have to be good with all the guns. I'm shaking my or head over you, here because I hate the friends. <laughs> I have had to use an Ares more bad. times than Everyone I would like. Friendly. Friendly <laughs> in Spike is the actual worst gun in the game. Do yeah, not no, I agree. Different. <laughs> Listen, I think it's like you're not mentioning the Guardian. I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> just don't come for the Guardian again. The Guardian God has its uses. I'll give it that. But yeah, I would say the frenzy is the worst gun in the game. Like <laughs> with oh the God. the um stinger, like right, right Very there, close behind, right yeah. there Very with it. <laughs> that with the ADS burst that I didn't know about because I never used yeah. the stinger. Oh no, thank you. No good. No, thank you. All right, so we're about halfway through the show, and I wanted to get to the finally get into the nitty gritty of the the changes to each of the characters and the maps that did get some changes with the uh, the launch patch. So, the first agent to have gotten changes with the patch is Sage. So, there's a few more. There there was recent nerfs to Sage. That I that we talked about a couple episodes ago that I was a big fan of. 
And now there's actually a few more here. So um, the first thing is the cooldown on her healing orb has been increased from 35 to 45 seconds. And the dev comments say, we like how much Sage is able to heal in a single heal, but felt she was able to use it too frequently during a round. So what this does, it just makes it 10 seconds longer before she can use her heal after using it the first time. So what do you think about that? I mean, I, I think... I, I mean, I'll say it personally just because I play a fair amount of Sage. I hate the changes because it, it it's forcing me to play the character differently. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the the extra 10 seconds cooldown they added because I liked the fact that with Sage, you if you like if your team is playing caught you know kind of cautiously you can take an early peek and if you survive it you can use your heal early on in the round and then i mean obviously it still works the same way it'll still come back after 45 seconds but it it almost encouraged you to use an early heal and then use a heal in the middle of the round and then use a third heal late round it like yeah. there there was there was a skill to managing that cooldown effectively so that you get the most use out of it. Um, obviously, that skill is still there. You just get less opportunities to do it per round, and I think that's unfortunate. I personally... But then, right, playing against Sage, it feels good because... yeah. The, one, of the, you got stage and stage. one of the things that I hate the most in Valorant that has to do with Sage specifically is dealing damage, not finishing somebody off, and going to tell your teammate how much damage you dealt to someone on the enemy team and then realizing, oh wait, they have a Sage, I have no much I have no idea how much health right. they're at. You know Probably what I mean? Probably healed it. So I that mean... kind of takes away being able to say, hey, I dealt 70 damage to their brimstone but they have but then you have to continue that up with but they have a sage so who knows right and that's i i don't like the way sage makes that happen so i, mean, I think that that's just i love healer characters and i think they do belong i mean they do have a, a place in this game um, and they're always going to be strong unless you just totally bosh them. Healer characters are generally going to be strong in games like this because of that ability. But I think giving her buffs like this, you know, making it so that she has to wait longer between heals. I mean, I get it. I don't like it as a Sage player, but I totally get it. And I hope that, you know, she doesn't get continuously nerfed. I would like this to be kind of like a bottom rung type thing. Yeah, right. Leave her here for a little bit, see kind of how it goes. Because if, yeah, I, if I see a lot more on the on the debuff end, it might it might get bad. Yeah, along with the other change that was made, they do feel very, very strong. They're very strong nerfs. Well, yeah. before we get to that next thing, the you actually said something just now about um, other like other characters that can heal in the game and the difference between Sage and other characters who can heal. So there's no character in the game that heals their teammates other than Sage right now. Um, right. But if you were to deal damage to like a Phoenix or a or Arena now, 
you know if they were able to heal themselves, right? Well, you mm. could hear Sage's heal. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 cues for you know every ability that does some type of heal, whether it's hearing the fire or seeing the fire that'll heal a phoenix, or it's oh well, Arena killed me, so they can probably heal off that or whatever. You know, there's always yeah. It's it's my point is that it is very very clear if you deal damage to like if you deal damage to Arena and you die, you know she is back at full health. If you deal damage to a phoenix and you see fire you know he is at least you know it's harder to full heal with phoenix phoenix phoenix's abilities don't necessarily always heal him to full depending on how much health he has but it is very clear if either of those characters are healing themselves where you don't know if sage used her heal already if 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 you aren't like you know right on top of them and see the heal effect or hear it it's it's very unclear because it's you can't track you can't track sage like if she has her heal up or not and the only way you can tell is if you are still looking at whoever you shot and see the healing you know aura effect around them i don't know i always i always hate the idea of having to be like they took this much damage, but they have a sage, so it's you know it's a it's a mouthful and a little too much to get through. But so you could just not say anything and assume that she healed. Yeah, that's yeah, usually I mean, that's I mean, usually what it ends up being, right? I I, I, I usually mean, say nothing and assume that my teammates know that if there is a Raina, she can heal. If there's a Phoenix, they can heal. If there's a sage, they can heal. You know, anything like that. I don't. I yeah, mean, no, I, I agree. That's usually what it what it comes I don't down say to. Because it's just, I'll say I did third. You know, I did sixty to raise, and if Sage heals the raise, that's just something that may happen over the course of the round. Right. So, so. the other changes to Sage have to do with her her wall or her barrier orb, as it's called. Um, the segment health so what that refers to is there's three sections to her wall right and each one can be broken individually i think it's um, four there's four yeah there's four sections to the wall you're right um the health of each of those sections has been reduced from 1000 to 800 so you can break one of those sections of the wall quicker than you could previously and in addition the duration of how long the wall stays up on its own before it breaks on its own has been reduced from 40 to 30 seconds, so it doesn't stay up as long as it normally would if it wasn't destroyed by somebody else on the enemy team. Um, and there's also a, another small thing saying friendly barrier orb walls now show up on the minimap, so if your sage puts up a wall, you will be able to see their wall on your minimap. So you were going to say something before about the uh, the changes yeah, to the yeah, wall just, as well. Just Yeah, just continuing on the theme of like the nerfs feel very oppressive as a sage <laughs> player because like you put the wall up and you almost don't know if it's going to do anything for you now because like you know if three people shoot at that thing at the same time it's pretty much coming down in like two and a half seconds that's not a lot of time to figure out what you're going to do next um, and then same deal if you put it up in a choke point before these changes you had some kind like if 
if you put the wall up and you didn't hear them knifing it or shooting it, you had some kind of guarantee that, like, okay, for the next, you know, two-thirds of a minute, I can think about things, you know? Um, focus on another it, part of the map, you know? Yeah, right. Look at your mini-map, whatever. Um, it's only 10 seconds less now that the wall is up without taking any damage, but it 25%. feels... Yeah, it feels like the wall comes down a lot quicker. Um, I don't know. Sucks. No. <laughs> and, and, I, and it is it is way. But like it's it's also necessary. So I yeah. do agree. I actually I like the the change to the heel more than I like the change to the wall, because what the wall was always very good at is slowing down an enemy team, especially in a situation where you like if you're on uh defender side and you know that the enemy team is going to rush the site that you're on and you could you know wall off with whatever choke they were going to rush it gives your team more time to rotate it really stopped it really stopped the rush yeah before these changes it pulled the rush to a dead stop and now now, yeah i feel like (laughs) it doesn't really stop it as much and it doesn't seem like that much of a difference the 200 hp but i actually think it is i think it's a it's a big difference being able to break through that wall real quick you can it's still it's still a nice deterrent because obviously there's a visual of there's a wall in front of you but the way that it used to feel like because we're used to the way it felt before these changes now after these changes it just feels a lot easier to get through no yeah i agree i like i said i I like the healing changes more than the wall changes i think it it either i could see this change being reverted somewhere down the line where teams because i i I like what they said uh I'm trying to find the patch notes in my tabs here because uh, previous changes to the barrier will help give it more counterplay options in pistol early round, but it's having too much impact in any given round. So, yeah, it says our hope is that the wall stays a powerful stalling tool, but asks you to think more about when in the round you want to use it. Makes sense. Can't argue yeah. with that. I could see, like I was saying, I could see those changes getting reverted. Uh, down the line where people just get better at the game over time and people are can coordinate yeah, once, rushes once, sure yeah like I think tinkering a few months down the line no problem. once the the whole like player base understands shoot the sage wall when you see it they could like revert it back to the old the longer yeah. time and the more hp people will react the same way and it'll get burned out in that same 30 seconds right exactly so yeah i i agree with what you're saying i could i could also see it just being one of those things where we're just gonna get used to it at some point uh, we're just gonna get used to the shorter time that it's up for and mm. get used to using it the way that it works now i can see it going both ways but the i wanted to move on to the next character that got changes from the launch patch and that is raise and she just got one change. So um, what they did to her was it says the maximum damage for blast pack, and that's her satchel, right, that she throws out and detonates. Um, the maximum damage radius reduced from two to one meter. So the how far the explosion reaches away from the center of the blast pack when it explodes has been reduced by one meter. So it's a more or less like a pretty minor change. 
Um, it's nothing too crazy, but the, the dev notes say, The Blast Pack has proven to be quite strong, especially when chained back-to-back. By reducing the inner maximum damage radius, we hope to reduce the average damage output of this ability while st- still keeping it powerful. So, um, I will say that I do like this change only because it raises the, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> raises the oh. the uh, skill ceiling or the skill floor rather for using the ability, right? You have to be more accurate if you want to deal damage with it. Yeah, it raises the skill basement. Yes. <laughs> no, it's it's something where I had been getting killed, you know. And and I've always thought of Raze as that type of character, like, oh fuck. Like if they if they know where you are, <laughs> oh, you're kind fuck. Of, if if they know where you are, then you're kind of fucked because they have a lot of utility that can directly kill you within a given area. Now that that area is reduced, you're right. It does make it so that you just have to be better. And that you have to be more accurate with your uh, with your charges, um, and I think that's a good thing. I think it's still a decent radius, and I've been noticing people who are good still getting good kills with it. It's just not something where, like they say, you can chain multiple back to back and just like mop up a whole team. If if you like are just throwing it over a wall blindly or into a hallway, like like most utilities. Right. You should have some level of intel before you do it, or you're using it to gain some intel, right? So a lot of times, just blindly doing it with the two meter radius would just get you a kill if you knew, like, they're somewhere around here. But if you have some type of intel and you're good with your charges, then now that's it feels a little bit better for what Ray's supposed to be, I think. Right, you can't just throw them around casually and expect to get, you know, random picks or deal like massive amounts right of damage. Yeah, yeah good. Deal massive amounts of damage just from, you know, like you said, just popping it up over like a sage wall or or um, you know, through a choke and you know somebody is like kind of generally close around the corner and you know, you just kind of throw it through and blow it up and it's like, oh, I just got killed by a sage pack and she just threw it in my general direction, right? As opposed to knowing exactly where I was and having a skillful toss with it. Yeah, someone peeks and then you catch them, you throw a satchel quick, like, that's great. But if it's like, if if the, you don't even see me and you're just throwing south charges, that's... I mean, that's definitely viable in some ways if you know kind of where they're going to be, but without so much intel on the front end, kind of feels shitty. So the next character that got changes, and I want to talk about these changes a little bit more because it's it's changed the character enough to where they have gone from probably the worst character in the game as far as the effectiveness of their utility to a lot of people now are saying might be one of the the top tier agents in the game. So they they buffed Jet yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh Jet's pretty it's a lot better. Yeah, uh, so let me let me read through both of these changes real quick and then we'll uh and then we'll talk about how they've hello? affected her. So Yeah. We're going through the uh, jet changes. 
Yeah, the I'm about to go go through both jet changes. So word up, word up. The first change they made was to cloud burst, which is her smoke. Now it says smoke duration increased from four to seven seconds. This this might be my favorite change in the whole thing. I, I yeah. kind of saw this one coming yep. a while back. I'm so excited that it came through. The dev comments for this say, We feel like Jet has a strong, irreplaceable value in terms of her ability to deny trades, which makes a lot of sense. And then it says, But we think her team-oriented output is a little too low. This should give her and her team a little more time to work off her smokes. So her smoke, again, from four to seven seconds, and then her other change is to Tailwind, which is her, her uh, high jump ability. And it says automatically breaks ciphers trap wires after being briefly revealed and then the dev comments you know, say the dash isn't it is tell when the dash the jump. yeah i i could be completely wrong yeah so yeah. Ta- tailwind is her is her single is her e ability her single dash yeah. that she has and it says Tailwind Force is powerful enough that Jet should easily be able to break free of any leash. This should allow her a little more freedom to make aggressive but risky play that creates space for her team. So, both of these changes together. Now, it might seem like a niche thing, right? Being able to have an ability that breaks through a cipher trap. That totally makes sense, like, in terms of the universe and everything. The lore and the how uh, how I understand the abilities to work. In it's the... unfortunate because that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life was yeah. a jet trying to go through and then getting pulled back by the tripwire. That's, That's true. <laughs> seeing but seeing that happen, especially to one of your teammates where you can see their silhouette through a wall and you just see yeah. them bouncing around. <laughs> it's very funny. But Now people are going to have to uh, veto jet on teams where they have ciphers. That's going to uh... be like no a meta a meta we're, we're not I, into it so i, I want to talk about the the smoke here. second because the first thing i want to say is that i think that even though it might seem niche right being able to break a cypher trap with her dash i actually think that that's going to come up way like a ton not even like a little bit more frequently than you think i think that is going to be like the play it's mm-hmm. just instead of you know shooting yeah, at a that, choke now you don't have to waste bullets trying to randomly shoot shit or like other utility or right? like, even ra- give away the fact that you are trying to push through a choke onto a site by well, shooting you are, it you are you're briefly revealed. Right, but I'm yeah, saying, like, it's going to be... If you want to rush it, it's going to be, like, an instant push, right? It's like, Jet is going to dash through this. If there is a cypher trap there, she is going to break it, and we are all going to follow up instantly. The push is already happening. Right, exactly. Even, like, you can engage now with the push as opposed to having to shoot the wall a bunch and then engage. Instead of giving away where you're going to rush beforehand and then rushing... It's just mm. you. You're just going through, and Sage is just going through first. Which so like, I think and that or Jet, Jet, Jet. I always say Sage instead of Jet. I do that all Which, the time. Like that's how the character is supposed to be played anyway. Right. So, yeah. Totally. And I think that on top of the fact that her smokes now last three more seconds than they did beforehand, which is actually a ton. Yeah, is, it's yeah. doubled. Yeah. Um, before. 
I think the only way you would use her smokes uh, for the most part is either stacking them one after another in place of like a brimstone smoke which just lasts way longer than a jet smoke did initially um, or throwing them all out in succession like in front of each other each one in front of the last so you can quickly push through or dash through without the enemy team knowing exactly where you are in the smoke until the smokes dissipate and it, it was only like again a four second really quick initiate tool for pretty much jet only now with these extra seconds extra three seconds these smokes are going to be able to be utilized more efficiently hey, your, whole by... damn, your whole damn team could push through exactly that wall of three smokes yeah. now very interesting yeah so i think that jet is going to i think that these changes specifically are going to give jet a very important spot on teams now as opposed to being arguably the worst character in the game prior to these changes being able to initiate through cypher traps and having smokes that her whole team can utilize better than they could previously is going to make jet a very good character i think so uh, the next character, my favorite character in the whole game, got a ton of buffs. <laughs> uh, Phoenix. Phoenix got, oh, yeah. got some changes that I'm very happy about. So I'm going to go through all these real quick. BTB, big time buff. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so the first change was to Blaze. It says duration increased from 6 to 8 seconds. And it says, the dev notes say... We felt like the short wall duration combined with the long cast time and short range was forcing Phoenix to play a little too predictably around his wall, which I agree with wholeheartedly. Uh, we are bumping this up slightly to give him more, si more time to work with. So Fe uh, Phoenix's wall was had a very short uptime duration. And I'm thinking specifically, I envision I would always use it, and this is like a very predictable spot to use it in either way, but if you were attacking... Um, on bind right down short a uh right by where the teleporter is you put up that wall you put up his wall to block off the right side sight line so you can kind of walk through that sight line into u-haul right um and i would do that all the time can we please start calling it lamps it's not like U-Haul isn't even the thing they were calling it. It somehow got turned into U-Haul. I call lamps, lights, whatever it's Let's called. Let's call it what it's called in the video game. They say that it's called lamps. I wish people would just call it lamps. So lamps. Lamps was never going to catch on. Stop trying to make lamps happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Game Either way, what it's whatever you want to call it. That is where that is like a common spot where I would uh, use that where I would use Phoenix's wall a lot, and because of the short duration that it had, you pretty much had to put it up and then push through instantly, which made it very predictable how you were going to utilize the utility. So as soon as the enemy team saw it go up, they can just start firing through it instantly and almost every time catch you out because you didn't have the option to you know, wait a second because the wall wasn't up for long enough for you to wait a second. Now that you have that time, you can utilize it and maybe wait a second before pushing or, you know, kind of fake it a little bit so you don't get caught out by them spamming shots at the wall because you have more time to work with now. So I like this change a lot. Um, the next change is to blaze still. 
it says the damage that it deals now to enemies that touch it and i guess also your teammates if they touch it um is 15 every 0.25 seconds up to one damage every 0.33 seconds and then the healing that it does zero three three right point zero three three seconds rather um and then the healing that it does is three hp i assume that these numbers are hp right so three hp every 0.25 seconds up to one hp every 0.16 seconds and the dev notes say these damage over time slash healing over time models are updated to match the recent changes so more or less it's saying that because the wall lasts longer now the the changes to the amount of damage it deals over time and amount of healing it deals over time are meant to kind of be matched with the duration of it because it was faster previously because the wall stayed up shorter and then the next ability is for hot hands which is his um molotov the healing that it does to phoenix is went from th- uh, three every 0.25 seconds to up to one every 0.8 seconds and then the dev comments say updated the hot hands model to match the re- recent changes um i mean it is slightly faster too which is cool Even yeah i've noticed it to try to be a one-to-one it is 0.01 seconds faster yeah and i've definitely noticed the change too um and now there has been changes to curveball which is his flash and i love this change max flash duration increased from 0.8 to 1.1 seconds so the amount of time that you are flashed for if you get blinded by curveball has been increased to 1.1 up from 0.8 seconds and the dev comments for this say the flash duration is short given how quickly he can get his curveball out on an enemy caught out of position caught out of position even still it was a hair too short especially to justify the new 200 credit price point so you now i think the reason why i like this is not only because i am a phoenix main but because it works similarly to the changes to his wall and by that i mean you can flash somebody now and you don't necessarily have to peek them instantly. So if you flash somebody and they instantly start spraying at the choke that the flash came from, more often than it probably should happen because you would need to engage almost instantly because the flash didn't last that long, you would get caught out by their spam and die even though they were flash. Now you can kind of wait it out a second before peeking after the flash so you don't get spammed out of the choke. I like this change a lot for that reason. And then lastly, run it back. Now this might be my favorite change out of all of them, yeah, even though it's your like, favorite change. I know it is already. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically reloads all weapons on respawn. I'm not even gonna read the dev comments for this one. This was something that was bothering me so much. The fact yeah, you've that got, you've got a giant speech prepared, it's like a all you have yeah they must have got your let letters, me pull yeah. out my paper that i have in my back pocket talking about the changes that i wanted to run it back i think you sent me a published bound memoir <laughs> that has all of your thoughts on this change let yeah i had a, i had i stood out in the middle of the streets and had a petition sign 
<laughs> were you at the midnight the midnight launch for the for the patch? I think you. I, was, you I was waiting outside of Riot headquarters for the the patch <laughs> launch. Don't say something like that right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love this change specifically because I would run into the issue every single time where I would use Run It Back and run in to a site or whatever, and then number of things happening <laughs> the Your issue the happened. issue was either you would have to place the spawn point for the ultimate too close to where you were going to engage on and if you didn't kill everyone that was there whoever was left would be able to come around the corner wherever you had your spawn point for the ultimate setup and kill you out of it or Alternatively, you would have to place it too far away and you wouldn't have enough time to engage efficiently where you're trying to engage with the ultimate. Now, with this change, you can put the ability closer and engage and still have, you won't have the respawn time in addition to the time that it takes to have to reload your weapon to be able to fight back anybody who tries to come after the spawn point for your ult. And that is why I love this change a ton so in general what do you guys think of the phoenix changes i think they are they make sense right in, in terms of uh, now they're switching it to like more ticks that last relatively similar amounts of time um you just have to be able to dip in and out of it and you're still getting the benefits rather than before where it was like every you know couple of seconds it would take this or anything like that plus the duration increases i mean i like it i've actually played a lot of phoenix recently with this whole like spy crush thing kind of getting forced into it and uh he feels good um the flash you've been doing well feel, yeah the flashes feel better um, I've played Phoenix before in like regular games and gotten absolutely mopped up and I feel myself doing a little bit better and I think that part of that is just me getting better as a player but part of that I think is you know he makes a little bit more sense and the little the, the buffs don't seem crazy right they seem all within line of things that I would expect of a player like him and the reload thing is important, um, but again, I think it makes sense. And I think that if there was another set of buffs, maybe I would be complaining, but I think he's at a good spot right now. Especially with Reyna, who is offering a similar role with like flashier, cooler, newer stuff. So I think that it is a great time to buff him a little bit like this. Yeah, I was thinking that same thing about how Phoenix and Reyna operate similarly in so much as they're both duelists and they both kind of rely on their abilities and your ability as a player to get kills they either before you use those abilities or at, because of using those abilities they can heal themselves and yeah you know it's there's nothing to and like adaptability in situations right sure. and yeah, so I think I think obviously on the utility end, Phoenix is going to be the better one there. But I think Phoenix often operates this role of someone who thinks they're going to top frag 
or at least try to engage and initiate hard. And I think having a flash you can pop through a wall that they need to, you know, shoot at or else they're blinded in like close quarter situations that you can then initiate into your other abilities. I think that is super, super appealing for some of those higher level, more confident players. And then she's new. So people are just going to play the shit out of her. <laughs> right. So like, I don't know how that the meta is exactly going to be once, once like competitive comes out or like even in a couple of weeks. Right now, everyone's playing Reyna, and it feels like Phoenix is getting played less as a result. So, so the, the, the buffs are a good balance to make people kind of second think about that a second time before they make the auto click into a, auto lock into Arena as opposed to a Phoenix. Yeah, I actually agree with that entirely. Like, I I have I have even been playing reyna a bunch for the the bit that i have been able to play since she came out and i I spent a lot of time playing reyna over phoenix more because you know she's a new character and i wanted to try her out not that i plan on changing my mains anytime soon but yes i agree with what you're saying about maybe not wanting to introduce a character that just completely overshadows one that's existed in the game already because they are similar but just better right yeah now he's also one of the top he's also the five one of the five starting characters you get so yeah. it's nice that they gave a buff to someone who new players are going to be using a higher percentage of the time they don't they don't want to make their game seem like pay to win <laughs> even though you can unlock characters without paying you can still That's pay to win. unlock them <laughs> so all right the pay by choice we're getting we're getting close on time here, so the, we can just go over the uh, the last character that got changes, and that is Omen. So I'm gonna go through all these real quick, and then we'll talk about them. So first change is to Paranoia, which is his blind ability, and it says Paranoia is now equipped instead of Quick Cast, which is very interesting, and hit detection improved, especially at close range. So what that means, equipped instead of Quick Cast, is now when you press uh, whatever key you have paranoia set to similarly to like a phoenix flash he will equip it i operates right he will equip it and then you have to press the button again or you have to uh left click to use the ability as opposed to the ability being used as soon as you press the the cast button um and the next change is to Dark Cover, which is his smoke. It says, Omen now enters a phaser, quote-unquote, world, where he can see through walls to place his smokes, and pressing reload toggles between phased and normal targeting. And now the next change to Dark Cover, before well, we go over that ridiculousness I, I, I just I, talked I, about. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I, so we'll talk about that in a second. But let I me just... have not played Omens update yeah let me go over the the next dark cover change before we talk about that and the the next changes to a smoke say dark cover controls have been updated where omen can now increase smoke distance with primary fire decrease it with secondary fire and throw smoke with the ability key so this is just kind of changing the way you use his smoke as far as what keys you're pressing because before it was like you would press a lot more natural right you would press like right click to extend it and you press like e to pull it back or something like that now it's just right and left click to uh, kind of move it around and um, the last two changes are 
there was a change to Shrouded Step, which is his teleport ability, his, uh, his regular teleport, not his ultimate. And it says, Omen can now see his teleport location on the map and receives an in-world indicator of where he's targeting when his vision of point is obstructed. So that's kind of like a quality of life change for um, the, you know, effect in use for Omen when he's using the ability. And then lastly, there was a change to his ultimate from the shadow, which says, Omen can now cancel his teleport when in shade form by pressing the ability key again. Omen still loses his ult points if this cancels. So what that means is when you use his ultimate, there's kind of a brief period of time where like his vision is obstructed and slowly gets expanded while he's in this kind of uh, eye frames. For those who know what that means, in video games, eye frames means invincibility frames. So it's like a period of time where um, he can't be killed. But if you are t if you were to shoot at him while he's in that form, it would cancel his ult for him but now he can do it himself where if he teleports into a spot and then decides you know what i don't want to be here he can cancel it out before he fully forms and teleports entirely um that's so, that's huge yeah that's, no i i agree i think that's 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 a pr i like that change a lot of these changes um are pretty much mostly quality of life changes for ease of use of the character there's nothing that's like a straight up numbers buff, right? Most of these are, and they, they are big quality of life changes. I'm not saying that they're it, it, minor. It's it's another angle, right? It's another angle to use your utility in a way different than it may be originally intended. Now you can use this for Intel and be able to cancel it. If there's a guy who's trained on you with an op and you can see a guy over there, it's like, well, before you were like, I'm just teleporting in and I'm about to get absolutely popped big time. Right. Intel. And now it's like, okay, now I have Intel plant over here on C because they're both NA. I was about to go to A and we're not doing that anymore. So like, you know, it is at the uh, at the expense of all of your old points, but it's not a great old anyway. And so now that you can get Intel from across the map, that's kind of sick. Yeah, and I, I honestly didn't even consider that. I considered it as just like, you know, uh, a quality of life change in the sense that you wanted to teleport there. And then once you got there, you realize it was a bad spot to be. So you leave. I didn't even take into consideration the uh, potential for uh, using it as just a way to gather info. Right. And then canceling it and then backing out. So that's a good point. It's just like another another way you can use the utility. But real quick. I wanted to go back and kind of talk about the changes that they made to his smoke specifically because they're kind of crazy <laughs> what they did. Yeah, that new that new targeting yeah. Yeah, overlay or whatever you Phaser want to call world. It. Yeah, so I, I actually, I get it because I, it was, Omen is actually one tough. of, yeah, Omen is one tough. of the characters that I, I do play a bit. And when you're trying to put his smoke, even though you can see it on the minimap, you can't see levels right you can't see whether you're putting it on low ground or high ground for example and the the point that i'm specifically thinking of that i have in my mind right now is heaven on a site on haven right so if you're on yeah. if you're attacking and you're trying to attack a site on haven and you want to smoke off heaven there's that you can there's heaven and then there's that area underneath heaven right Hell. So many times, yeah, hell, 
<laughs> so many times I would, and this was, you know, in my earlier days of playing Omen, before I, I actually learned how the ability was used and started to get used to it more. The only indicator you have of height when you are placing a smoke is this little tiny green arrow that is on your screen like not on the mini map not it is just on your screen where your crosshair is that you can see kind of like pop up and down if you are in a spot where your smoke can be on high ground or right underneath it and it is very difficult to kind of position it where you want it to go in a scenario like that because there's no button to like choose high ground or low ground or anything like that you're kind of just trying to finagle it into a spot so now with this change and if you've seen what it looks like it looks crazy um when i first saw the patch notes for this i was like wait so omen can just equip his smoke and see through walls like i thought it literally meant like the walls disappear and you can see like enemy players through walls i was like there's no way that's how it works but because that would be the most broken thing in the entire game but uh, his name would be professor intel yeah so but the way it does work is it kind of works like that where the walls all of the walls on the map disappear but the world becomes this kind of purple smoky like wireframe yeah almost like a wireframe uh version of the map where there are no walls but you can see the ground and you can't see where enemy players are through the walls it's and like sims uh shot mode <laughs> yeah when you can choose to, like to break down the wall, the wall so you can put a couch in the corner yeah exactly you're like all right i can't i don't know where the toilet's going so we got to take down all the walls first exactly and that's how you play the sims with omen smokes but the way that it works now is you can see the map in this weird purple smoky world with no walls which gives you a much easier time trying to place the smokes where you want to on the map and it's your your sight instead of staying in omens uh perspective and just looking at the mini map in your top left to see where the smoke is your sight now follows the smoke wherever you're putting it on the map as long as you choose to I, and I should uh, point out the fact that you can still choose to place a smoke uh, the original way, or you can switch it over to this phaser world where your vision now follows the smoke through this purple version of the map with no walls, and you can more accurately place your smoke exactly where you want it to be. And the reason the devs give for being able to switch between the two is because they know that some people like to... Um, place omen smokes out quickly like right in front of them or something like that to uh, make a make a fast play make a fast use of utility and you can still do that without switching over to the the smoke site or whatever you want to call it but um it's a crazy change yeah it's wild i still really like i mean i haven't played omen since the 1.0 but um i like watching other omens playing now be able to pretty precisely hit their targets but i also see them constantly throwing out those quick ones just using the minimap and uh it's something that i think it's great you can switch between them um it's another one of those things where it's quality of life but it's really helpful quality of life stuff that makes a lot of good sense 
in line with buffing. I mean, let's let's be honest, buffs Jet and Omen to a place where there's like a good amount of being play, good amount of them being played today in those Twitch rival uh, tournaments for Valorant. Right. Um, I saw Omen and Jet a lot doing some pretty sick higher level stuff obviously from high level players but the fact that they chose them to begin with in like one of the first tournaments is is a pretty big deal so the fact that they can make small what we call quality of life changes in in a lot of ways you know obviously the jet one's a little bit more of a giant non-quality life buff but the fact that they can do things that are relatively simple changes but having a big impact without making them like overpowered I think that's pretty awesome. And, and I think I'm, I'm excited for their balancing abilities. I think that's kind of the nature of something that players like us would call a quality of life change that the the better you are at the game and the better you are at min-maxing use of utility or just like any gameplay aspect of the game in general, the better a smaller buff will be for you because you're just that much better at utilizing tiny advantages, right? So when I, if I were to say something like Jet being able to break through an Omen trap, I mean a, a Cypher trap rather, um, is a quality of life change and not that big of a deal, maybe it's not for people who are in lower levels of play because their teams aren't going to be as coordinated, they're not going to be as good as utilizing her dash and being able to you know utilize her smokes with it and survive properly. So you could just say it's a quality of life change, but for people who are much better at the game... And in pro play, that change, I think, is astronomical because now, like I said before, you can use Jet to just kind of be the initiator through a choke and break the omen trap that you... I keep saying omen, the cipher trap that you know is going to be there and be able to, you know, break, break through and rush a site that you wouldn't normally be able to now. So... Absolutely. Yeah. So just, all right, it just opens up another way to be able to win. You know, the the more and uh, higher level players are always good at options and making quick high level decisions. The more options that you have with a given skill set, and the more kind of stuff you can do with a kit, then the more these pro players will be able to a make the the game more fun and more unpredictable and be be able to execute better even with characters that we initially might not have seen as as that good with these small tweaks so i'm I'm really excited yeah and now that i (laughs) i finally finished final fantasy 7 remake i'm going to be streaming a lot more valorant (laughs) i'm going to be playing valorant a lot more now so i'm going to be able to uh finally you know dig deep into the changes i haven't played much since launch i played a whole bunch of spike rush and a, and a couple of uh unrated matches and that's about it is sick, dude, i like it i don't know i think it could be a little bit longer yeah, but good. besides that i think it's a fun mode it's good for now i like where it's at wait and see wait and see make real matches shorter they need to change the name of casual I'm not calling it that other thing, so. You don't like unrated? 
Yeah, they call it casual. People aren't going to give a fuck and not try, though. That's not what you want. Unranked is totally that fine. Is I'm 100 so acceptable. I'm so fine with unranked, bro. They called the top skill level the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like they, they, they're treating it like it's like it's double. They'll, they'll figure about, it out. It's just they're about to say it's tomorrow weird right now. Yeah. It's just weird right now. That's all. Yeah. All right, that was a good episode. Uh, By the way, fixes FPS fixes. Hiko got signed. Whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiko did get signed. Hiko's the captain for a hundred thieves happy now. About that, it's Cole's happy about that. I know that yeah, for sure. Yeah. But go a hundred thieves. And um, yeah, I, again, there was a whole bunch of uh, just um, performance updates to the game. The game runs a lot better now, thank God, because that was no something I was complaining about. All of those, like, there's like. God, there's like 40 small patch notes about how they are fixing hit reg and yeah. FPS. And the game will feel much better to play now. You'll notice it. Trust me. That's all me. you need to know. Yep. All right. Yeah. Good episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Run It Back, episode six. Uh, if you guys will notice now when you listen to the all versions now, the, the version on YouTube and once it's up on Spotify and... Uh, you know, iTunes and, and all places you can find podcasts. We have sure. intro music now. We have music. Um, the music is actually done by my brother-in-law, believe it or not. He makes beats and they are really cool. And we will, if you like the music and you want to hear more of it, I we will have the link to his YouTube page in the show notes on, uh, you know, in the YouTube description where we have everywhere that you can find the podcast and um that's it so thank you very much for hanging out and listening and we'll see you next time bye-bye